Welcome to the Team FNC podcast, where we aim to improve your knowledge and understanding of nutrition. So on today's episode of the Team FNC podcast, what I'm sharing with you is a snippet of an episode that I was on of the Macabolic podcast with FNC coach Mac last week, where we spoke about the differences between athlete um, nutrition and also general population nutrition. And in this snippet, I'm talking about some barriers that athletes may face when they're trying to reach really high calorie targets, okay? So if you want to listen to the rest of the episode, where we talk about energy availability, um, calorie demands for athletes, why they're different to gen pop, um, and, and also some solutions to these barriers, then click the link in the show notes to head to episode 73 of the Macabolic podcast. What are some barriers? I know we've touched on this already. We've spoken about you know the, the, the types of foods that we're eating, but we'll go into this a little bit more now. Um, so what are the barriers to achieving adequate fuel availability that you're aware of and that you've observed in your practice? Yeah. So one of them being appetite. So when you have really, really high calorie demands, it is hard. Like I personally believe it's easier to, to eat for fat loss than it is to eat for muscle gain and performance um, from that kind of viewpoint. When you're trying to eat even upwards of like 3,000 calories. And sometimes these guys are trying to have five, 6,000 calories a day. It is very, very hard to rely on your appetite alone. Mm. Um, so that's one of them. Uh, two, like you can just be bored from eating. So you need to try and make sure that like the meals are, are tasting quite good. Um, if you're looking at too much healthy food, there's only so much food that can fit into your stomach. Um, so food volumes are another thing. Um, plus fiber is a bit of an appetite suppressant. But one of the things that I've found more recently, especially in the CrossFit space, is if these people are athletes, um, they are seen as a public figure either in their gym or on social media, um, they could even be a gym owner, right? They feel like they have to do, they have a duty of care to their members and to their followers and to the people that look up to them to eat in a certain way. And they have to eat, you know, all these healthy paleo kind of foods. And I think that's a big barrier. And even when I spoke at this camp the other day, you know, some of the athletes said that that, that is a thing that they, um, they experience, that they have to, you know, fulfill this viewpoint or they're, they're, a, they're a figure or they're a public figure. So they have to eat in a certain way. And this is where I, I stepped in. I said, that's why we need to start to have a conversation about the purpose and the context for certain foods. And that if you're eating a bowl of cereal, all right, and drinking a sports drink, explain to your members, explain to the public why you are eating it. And that is actually for you to be a healthy athlete and to be a healthy human, you need to have these things, okay? It may not be the ideal choice for them, but also explain here, I train twice a day for three hours each session, um, five to six times a week. Here are my calorie demands. Here's your calorie demands if you only train for one hour a week three to five times a week. Okay. So actually talking about, like you say, situational appropriateness, um, by the way, not me. Pardon. Who's that? Bill Smith. Got to give credit. Oh, really? Yeah. Got to give credit where it's you. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. I I like that term as well, but I think having a conversation about it saying like, here's why I eat these foods. And then people go, Oh, okay, cool. So maybe I don't need to eat that kind of food. Or if I do have that, I'll have a smaller portion. So people are just, um, they don't talk enough about why they eat certain foods. It's all about what they eat. And, you know, um, I think that the purpose behind things, we spoke about purpose for training, purpose behind food choices. That is a really, really important thing to, to discuss. Yeah. I certainly like, it's pretty undeniable that a lot of pretty dedicated athletes 
are in coaching roles or they maybe own a gym or they're PTs or some kind of coach. They work with clients who maybe won't be at their level. And, you know, myself coming from a personal training background, like I wasn't an athlete, but there were times where I was trying to push my calories up and I would actually hide my meals when I was at the gym. Like I would sort of eat out the back or something because I didn't want the members to see me eating, you know, some of the more calorie dense foods because I thought I was setting a, a bad example. But yeah, it is right tool for the job. You know, these athletically minded people who are often coaches i think that's pretty undeniable um you know they have far greater fueling demands than probably most of the clients that they work with um so yeah it is certainly understandable like you want to do the best thing for your clients you want to be that sort of beacon of an example to them and um I guess, yeah, like, but, and you want to be relatable to them. Like if you're going and eating all these foods that may be inappropriate for them, then they may think that you have something special or maybe they might even think that there's something wrong with them. Uh, they're like, why can my, you know, coach have all these foods and eat this much and be super lean and everything. Whereas I'm like restricting, I'm hungry and I'm eating all these plants and everything. Uh, but I'm just like not lean. So I think, uh, you know, coming from a place of empathy towards a lot of athletes who might have clients who they work with. And mm. saying, yeah, I see where you're coming from, but yeah, it is that right tool for the right job. And I think that, you know, if someone's trying to eat 6,000, 7,000 calories and say North of 500 grams of carbs a day, um, we need to understand that the clean eating approach or the whole foods only approach, like that's going to be comprised of foods that are, you know, very filling and low calorie. So you're getting, you're going to be full for not a lot of calories. Um, so if you have 6,000 calories to eat, like it's not really going to happen if you think you're going to get all of your carbs from, you know, plain potato and plain oats. Like that's when it's situationally appropriate, as Phil Smith would say, or the right tool for the job to bring in like the sugary cereals, the, the sports drinks, the bagels with jam, the pretzels, those sort of foods that wouldn't be situationally appropriate for your sort of gen pop sort of clients. Are you looking for an understanding and supportive human to talk with, to help with advice and guidance, an objective set of eyes to see what you can improve to move towards your goals in the easiest possible way? At Fortitude, we work with real people and get real results. Sign up for one-on-one -on -one coaching today by clicking the link in our show notes and get the support, guidance, and accountability of a Fortitude Nutrition Coach.